My name's Leon Coates, pastor of Kennevay Evangelical Church. Making disciples, equipping the saints. Bible-based, Christ-centered. Luke 16, verse 1 to 13. How to think about worldly wealth. The text reads, Jesus told his disciples there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. So he called him in and asked him, What is this I hear about you? Give an account of your management because you can be my manager no longer. The manager said to himself, What shall I do now? My master is taking away my job. I'm not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I'll do so that when I lose my job here, people will welcome me into their houses. So he called in each one of his master's debtors. He asked the first, How much do you owe my master? 900 gallons of olive oil, he replied. The manager told him, Take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 450. Then he asked the second, And how much do you owe? A thousand bushels of wheat, he replied. He told him, Take your bill and make it 800. The master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves, so that when it is gone you'll be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you've not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you've not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Money is often a difficult subject. It can bring joy, but so often misery. Too little and people worry, and too much and some don't know what to do with it. For example, there's many stories of lottery winners becoming miserable, and even some ending their lives because of their misery. Of Jesus' 39 parables, 11 were about money, showing us the importance of the subject. In Luke 16, 1-13, with the parable of the shrewd manager, Jesus gives us three principles to appreciate for the best use of worldly wealth. They are, one, have future focus, Two, remember it's not yours. And three, remember who you serve. In using the shrewd manager as a teaching aid, Jesus was not affirming his dishonesty. A newspaper article might describe a bank robber's plan to get into a high security facility. His cunning, ability to strategize, improvise, identify all the issues, reduce the risks. From planning to execution, genius, brilliant, accomplished, but certainly not good. So too, despite the dishonesty of the shrewd manager, there are some things that we can learn. Have a future focus. Unlike the shrewd manager, focused perhaps on his retirement options, we are to have an eternal focus. In that respect, how do you use your home, your bank balance, whether large or small, for eternal rewards? Developing friendships with what you have such that you have gospel opportunities. Remember that it's not yours. The worldly possessions you have belong to God. In his providence, he's given you what he has given you, meaning you can be content and use it for his glory. To summarise verses 10 to 12, you might say, your worldly wealth is something of a test for eternity. 
how well you use what belongs to God now that's in your possession will determine what your uh, eternity reward is, will determine what your reward is in eternity. And while the things of this world will pass away, those rewards will remain for you forever. The gospel impact you have on earth, the way you've glorified God with the positions he gave you here, will stay with you forever. In all this, remember who you serve. To serve money is to serve self, really. To be consumed by money is to serve yourself, to have the wrong focus in life. Whether you have much or little, money can become consuming. Do you measure success by your salary? Make decisions based on what gets you more money. That's to have the wrong focus. For example, do you take a job opportunity because of a higher salary or career prospects without thought for where you'll go to church and how you'll serve God in a different place? This is back to front. We should seek to serve God first and then consider our salary. Success is better measured by how well we know the Saviour, how well we know the Scriptures. If you were to give an account of what you've done with your master's money, what would the verdict be? What needs to change? Remember, have future focus. Remember, it's not yours. And remember who you serve. Thanks for listening to the Solid Ground podcast. It's our hope that Christians would be encouraged to present a biblical worldview and others would hear the gospel. If you have questions, please email contact at kenevaec.com. That's contact at kenevaec.com.